Welcome back to another podcast episode of Max Musings, where I discuss my love of writing. The podcast is usually divided into three parts, an interview with another writer, a discussion of my writing routine, and a reading from one of my short stories. The podcast is hosted on WCTV.org in Wilmington, Massachusetts, and is about 20 minutes in length with a new episode each month. In this episode, we are fortunate to have with us the writer-author, Lorna Brown, who has written a new book called Debris. It's available on Amazon.com. I'd like to welcome everyone again. This is Mark's Musings, and I'm Mark, and uh, this uh, podcast is uh, published uh, once a month, and uh, I have with me uh, a guest today uh, by the name of Lorna Brown, who I met at an author fair. Uh, good morning, Lorna. Morning. How are you? How, how are you today? Good, thanks. Uh, the reason I'd like you to uh, talk with us is that I see that you published a book called Debris. Tell us a little bit about that book. Um, Debris is set in Ireland in the 80s. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so I... Yes. I yeah, um, and it's about a, a boy who lost his mother and is to, feels to blame. So he goes from a more affluent house to a housing development where he meets a girl in the same who's lost her mother too. And he starts to investigate what happened to the mother. Oh, and he wow. realizes the girl's name is Erin. He realizes Erin's story doesn't hold up and, you know, everybody has secrets. So it's a mystery and coming of age uh, book. Well. That sounds terrific. Yes, I, I've been re- I uh, downloaded it from uh, Kindle and uh, I've been do- uh, reading uh, some of the uh, first couple of chapters and uh, it sounds very, quite intriguing. So uh, I'm, I can't wait to get uh, further in, into thank it. The, the characters are so believable. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, well, I've been, it's, it was a rewrite from a book that I'd done a long time ago. Um, and um, Andre, the same thing always happened. Andre's mother died and he moved into the housing estate. Um, but it, it kind of, he, and there's two local thugs who are pretty bad eggs, you know, and he meets them. But he the, he got more involved in drugs in that rewrite. Oh yes, and, um, yes. He, he goes to England. So in this one, I realized that he had to. And he, Erin was a girlfriend in England. In this one, I realized that he had to meet Erin earlier as a youth. And once she came into the story, the whole thing changed. Oh, it became something sure. completely different. And it was it was really good because. You know, I, I got the idea, and then all the characters were set in place already, like Mrs. Neary and all the, all Thomas and all the, you know, so I was able to, um, it was easy to do once I, once I thought of it. But. Sure, sure. Sometimes when you, you, you keep, as a writer, you keep on writing, 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 and just try to get it all out of you uh, initially, and then ba- uh, afterwards you go back and you start editing things, and, and uh, yeah, exactly. so some of the famous writers have said, you know, you, if you don't uh, cut uh, a third of your book out yeah. by the time you finish, then you haven't done a good editing job. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what happened with Debris, at least a third of the book was Sure, too, sure, yeah. because there are a lot of things you start adding and you go off on this side track or that side track and you say, well, gee, that didn't add to the, the story. Yeah. You know, it just uh, gave us another story going off in another direction. So 
sometimes you have to cut out those things. Well, I think with debris, it completely changed the way I write now because usually I would write before. I've written books before and I just write and see what happens, kind of, you know. But with debris, I knew once I figured out what was going to happen with Aaron, I knew exactly where I was going. Every every bit I knew where I was. So now, you know, I've just finished two other books that there were rewrites to. But with each one, I knew exactly. I made a plan and I knew exactly where, where I wanted to go and what was happening. And that way, I can give the reader little bits and little yes. bits, but yeah. not tell them everything. So yeah. in that way, yeah. it's it, it's more intriguing for the reader. It's more fun. That's, that's uh, very uh, interesting. I belong to a writer's group, and we call the writers are either uh, pantsers, or plotters okay and pantsers are you write by the seat of your pants and you just write 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 and just as the story develops uh, you just write everything and you don't really have a uh, a plot in mind you just keep on writing whereas plotters have a general uh, have constructed a story and they've got it all worked out and then they start writing to those different parts and so I'm sort of a mix of the yeah. of the two, you know. I'll start a story and uh, just I have a seed of an idea, and and then, but sometimes you really have to have a plot, you know. It depends, I think. I think when you're starting off as a writer, you you need to find your voice, you know. You need to yes. find how you write better, you know. And I mean, I've been writing for 14 years now. Wow. Um, yes. Yeah, yes. It's a long time, but um, for the first. Few, t- few books I, I just like I needed to find out how I wrote I mean the first book I wrote people couldn't understand because I, I did poetry and I wrote like a bit of poet so oh, I mean it yes, was yes. Uh, the story was lost in the writing you know it was just <laughs> there was no story it was just all overwriting uh-huh. and then eventually I had to just keep doing it and keep doing it so I, I know how I write now and now I can concentrate on the story you know that that's great. That's great. I was I was talking to someone the other night, and uh, he was talking about uh, Michener's uh, story about Alaska, and uh, he's a very factual writer, okay. and it's you know like an 800 page, a thousand page book, and it's yeah. very factual, and he gives a lot of details, whereas other writers. Uh, uh, develop the characters more and you get a sense and a feeling of uh, who the person is and you can almost put yourself into the story you know so sometimes and then there are writers that are sort of a mix of the two there so it's nice that you're uh, writing uh, currently the the book that I'm reading Debris that we're talking about today is uh, somewhat uh, uh, character building you know you can you can sense the characters, you can feel for them, you know where they're coming from, so it's kind of a, it's in, nice to ru- read that. Yeah. You, you get emotionally involved. I like to think that the location, you can kind of feel, be in the room with them too, like the, the description is clear, so you can actually sense what it's like to be in the room as well as be the, the character. You know? Yes, at the beginning of your book, you talk about the snow falling outside and the sea, close by and the hearing the rush of the tide and things like that so I can I started to imagine yes. uh, that scenery around me you know that it was the Irish countryside and I could uh, sense that I was lost in 
in that sort of John uh, era. Mm -hmm. So it was very, very, uh, very good. So uh, tell us a little about uh, the, the some of the characters in the book. I noticed there is uh, a one main, the main character, Andre, yeah. and then he has a family, uh, Eugene and his mother, uh, Usay. Is how Useo. Useo, Useo, yes. Useo. And so, uh, how did you uh, come across are those people that you uh, have? You developed those characters from people you know, or uh, is that just your imagination? Um, I think it's, it's just my imagination. I mean, a friend of mine, her brother um, was involved with a, a Spanish woman, married a Spanish woman, and it was the same thing. The Spanish woman came to Wicklow every. Every, like I never met them. I never met this yes, couple, yes, yeah. but I didn't have to. Like it just, you know, I always liked that romantic thing of her yes, being yeah. Spanish and staying yeah. in Ireland. Um, so I, I think I got the idea then. Um, plus, I wanted I, it was important that Andre and Ines is her sister that there was no other. Their family was kind of in Spain too, because it's an isolation with that. Um, so uh, yeah, the, I mean the first character, the first time I had Eugene and Andre, Eugene wasn't as tough, you know. It was a more softer character, but oh, yes. now he, yes. he, he yeah. was kind of tough. He was he's tough in the sense of his loss, his mourning. So he's 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 can't feel for anybody, you know. He doesn't he's not there for his children. But um, and then uh, like my Erin, Erin, when I started developing her, I I really wanted her. I thought that she would use Andre more to get out of a situation, that there would be, you know, that there would be more kind of conniving with her and stuff. Oh, but the more yes, yes. the more I got to see, write about her, the more I realized that I didn't want her to portray her like that. Yeah. I wanted her to be different. I mean, there is a sense of you don't know what she's doing, you don't know who she is, and there's a sense that there is, there's more to Erin than you know, you can see on the page. Oh, but, okay. um, yes, yeah. But so I won't go and I won't, <laughs> I can't <laughs> tell you that. Don't spoil it. Yeah. yeah. And then Michelle, I always loved the character, Michelle, Andre's aunt, you know, and it was in the 80s in Ireland, you know, um, the way, you know, it was, the women were at home, you know, I mean, the, like people, my sister asked me, recently enough about whether it was autobiographical or whether, you know if there's anything and I was I said the only the only part that that really that was you know part of me what I remember is when Andre when Michelle is saying to Eugene do you remember when um, you were ironing your uniform and daddy came in and, and said why is my son ironing okay so you know that's so that that and and you know so it's kind of that era where you know, is the men weren't supposed to do the housework and stuff. And she's fighting against that, but yeah. it's a hard thing because it's assuming that she wants to take care of Andre because she's the aunt and she's the woman, where she's like, going, why why, why should I have this responsibility? Oh, yes, yeah. But it's, yeah. But it's a very difficult um, thing to fight against, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, well, uh, we whenever we write, we take parts of our lives and we, we piece them to we, we change the names and the places, yeah. but we... We do take uh, things that have happened in our lives and put them into our stories uh, somewhat. Yeah, know. sometimes it's just an idea that you didn't yes, realize you yeah, had before. Yeah. But Little you, pieces, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, so sometimes people might say, is that me in that story? You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, it sounds like uh, the character was me, you know, so I say, no, no, it was just uh, parts of different people, like, you know, so. I don't know, I think the characters and debris are all their own people, I think, that were made for this story, yes. as such, you know. Yeah. Um, I didn't really build them on anybody, I don't think. Uh, around uh, yeah. diff certain characters, yeah. yeah. Well, that sounds terrific. Now, when, when you write, um, how often do you write? Uh, is it like every day, or do you write when you get the urge to write, or is there a time? My husband would laugh at that. I write whenever I can. <laughs> I, 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 I have three children. I've got three girls, three daughters, a 11-year-old oh and an 8-year-old. So they take a lot of time. Yeah, it's, yeah, but they're, they're great. They're three girls. They're, they write now themselves, and they they spend time, they do art and everything. But, um, yeah, so in the summer I get up, I well, try to, anyway, at 6 o'clock and get a few hours before they get in. And then when it's quiet, I'm at the computer. I don't have to be, I don't... I'm always thinking about a story, you know, and I write fast. I'm always, I'm oh, always writing, great, you know. Great, yeah. um, I met a friend last weekend, and she was funny. She was because I told her that I'd finished this, and I'd done a short story collection as well. And she was, she's like, "How are you so creative and so functional?" <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and then I was thinking about it on the way here, and I thought, "I'm functional because I'm writing all the time. Because I, I think I'd go mad if I was, you know." Yeah. So yeah, I've just yeah. so many stories out there, but um, yeah. So. You know, the girls after dinner, when the girls are watching something, I'll write. I'll write in the morning. I'll write if they're busy doing something. You do know. you write mostly at the computer, or do you have a, a book that you jot, jot ideas down? Um, I, I, I like doing both. If I'm starting a story, if I'm starting anything, I like to, to write it down. On yes, piece. Yeah. But my writing is atrocious, so sometimes I can't even read it. My my <laughs> eight-year-old gave me this little page for a, my doodle pad, she called oh. it. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'd like to, I like to dot things down on, on yeah. paper, but if then at night time, if I'm thinking about something in bed, I usually just text myself on the phone, you know? Yeah, I, I have uh, started to do that, and then I found that I was disturbing people by talking into the phone, yeah. so I generally, if I have an idea in the middle of the night, I'll generally get up and go in the next room and start writing, taking notes on what I just thought about. Yeah just so that I would remember it, because yeah. I know by morning I'd have forgot it or something. So. Yeah, because you think you remember, but yeah. it's something <laughs> you don't. No, all the, you don't remember the oh. details. Yeah. So that's great. I, I really uh, wanted to compare notes on when people uh, start to write, or when they write, or how often they write and everything, because uh, they tell us just to, as uh, writers, uh, uh, just like a bicycle, you have to keep on Riding the bicycle if you want to mm -hmm. learn how to ride it well. Yeah, you know, and so then you, the creative doors open, and you know. Yeah, and you can't, you can't stop. You know, yeah. you just have to keep writing, writing. Well. Anybody that asks me or says to me that they want to write, I'm saying, well, do you know? All you have to do is set some time to, for yourself. Yeah, you know, yeah. in the morning, and it doesn't even have to be long. They could do 20 minutes. Yeah. Just start sitting down in computer, and even if you don't have anything to, to write or you can't think of anything, just scrawl and scribble. And eventually, they'll want to sit down for those 20 minutes, and that 20 minutes will become an hour or, you know, so, that's you know, for anybody who wants to write, I just say, just sit down and a lot of time to do it, because everybody has good time. Good suggestion, yeah, very, very good. Well, where can we get your book if we wanted to buy this book, Debris? Okay. Where, where is it uh, available? So it's available on Amazon. Um, 
and there's a few copies in the Andover bookstore, but not many. So, and Amazon it is the best. So that you go to Amazon and we look at under your name, which is. So my I'm I write under um, L M Brown for Lorna Mary Brown. Okay. So I don't. It's not the full name. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's under your name and it's called debris, and uh, it's available on Amazon. So that's easy enough to get. And if uh, people wanted to send you some questions or uh, about uh, the book or about your writing, uh, how could they get in touch well, with you? I have. I'm gonna have to set up a web page, but I have a Facebook page, an author Facebook page. Oh, great! great. And it's again, it's L M Brown. So I'd love to hear from readers or anybody that wants okay. to Okay, that sounds great. That's great. So we either look up on Facebook L M Brown. Yeah. Or we uh, can send you an email even too, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and what's your email? My email is lornawbrown at gmail.com. Okay, good, very good. Uh, so that, that sounds terrific, yes. And um, what, what are some, I noticed it from your, from the comments in on, uh, on uh, Amazon, that you also have written some short stories too. Yeah, so. yeah. I've been published in some literary, um, online literary, literary magazines, and um, my short story collection, Threading the Uneven Road, is forthcoming with For My Press. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. So, again, so. that's in 80s, 90s. Oh, yes. Yeah, you like that, that uh, time. Yeah, yeah. it's just uh, more of a matter that the stories I wrote fit that time, you know, yeah. but no, I don't know anything about Twitter. Or anything. <laughs> so, like, I'm inclined to, you know, have to kind of go back in time or, you know. But, um, yeah, but these stories are all said in my hometown in Sligo. It's like a village, and they're all interlinked, you know. So, so you're originally from, from Ireland. Yeah. yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Really, so, really um yeah, so each one is, you know, you meet a character at the first um, story and then you'll see them again. So uh, the whole, you know. Oh, the series of stories. Yeah, they, they stand on their own, but there's also a link between them all. So. Oh, good. Yeah. good, good. That's, yeah. that's another interest, an intriguing uh, thing. Once you get somebody hooked on a series, yeah. they, they like to know about... Uh, the next story or the next one or the yeah. next one so it's uh, uh, nice to uh, have a series like that well very good um, I'm trying to think of anything else that we might have to say uh, would you like to add anything uh, while we're still here on the air no um, I think that's it I mean um, the Brie has been getting good reviews and stuff so I'd, I'd love to yeah and I, I'd love that you know when readers interesting take the time story to, yeah to put the review and everything I, like yeah. that's just fantastic so I want to say yeah. thank you for everybody that's done that um yeah just hopefully people will read the book well I'm more. sure this uh podcast when it gets out there uh people will hear it and listen to it and uh they'll uh take you up on it and uh I'm sure that uh Whatever I can do, uh, I'll try to advertise your book through my the channels that I have too. Okay. So, uh, but this has been uh, a very uh, intriguing and interesting uh, interview with you, Lorna, okay. and uh, I wish you well uh, with this, uh, with all your writing, but especially this book here. And uh, so I think that brings us to the end of this podcast. So um, uh, if you'd like to uh, listen to this, uh, stay tuned, and uh, we'll see you on the next go-around. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much.
Well, that's it for this episode. Come back next month to WCTV.org and Max Musings. In the meantime, send me an email at mail at markryanbooks.com. Bye-bye.